Hello, this is Aubin Palmer and welcome to Everyday Thriving, Business Success for Women. Listen to this podcast if you're ready to step into your full power as a woman running a business and stop using the models you've seen the men use. I want to help you learn how to go with the flow, use your intuition, and not hustle to create the business you want and thrive. Let's go. Hello, this is Avin, and I'm so glad to be back with you. And if you can hear it in my voice, I have a little bit of a cold right now. It's just a little hoarse. I have a cough drop and some water to record this episode. And if it just sounds a little different, that's why I just had to explain. But I feel fine and love recording these episodes and talking with you every week. So I'm not going to miss a beat and still do this today. And another reason I couldn't cancel doing this today is because I actually have an interview with another coach and I didn't want to reschedule or miss this. So we're going to make this work. And I have the amazing Missy Allred, who is a coach for mothers. And she is here today to talk about an amazing subject of comparison. And women are so prone to this subject. So I'm so excited to discuss this with you and help you with this. So hi, Missy. Thanks for coming today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. And Missy has been a client of mine and I love helping clients and watching their businesses transform. When Missy started working with me, she wasn't sure of her niche and now she is, she loves it. She's so into it. And it's so amazing to watch as she is helping people. Her posts are amazing. Her stories are great on Instagram. I just love watching her and she's helping so many women. It's wonderful. And so we wanted to talk about comparison today because she told me that this was a subject she's talked about with clients a lot and for herself as well in just being a mom, but also as we take it to the level of being a woman and a woman in business, comparison is one of the worst things we can do to ever thrive in life or business because it stops you from being you. So Missy, tell us more about what you have seen with comparison in your own life. In my own life. Okay. I feel like not just for me, but women in general, but social media has been like the hardest, like it's just always around us where without social media, we kind of are more in our own little bubble. And yes, we still have like interactions with other people, but social media makes everybody else's life, the way they mother, the way they clean their house, like literally everything starts to come up and we see the way everybody else does it. And so I feel like that's kind of the biggest culprit. And so I've seen this with the way I parent or the way my house should look or the way I dress or really like with with anything, but social media kind of comes to the forefront for me of this is why we struggle so much is everybody's lives are on display 24 seven. And I love that you brought up social media because this is such a huge point of comparison. And sometimes you'll see the posts where they'll say like, this is the Instagram and this is real life. And we often forget that. We think everything we're seeing in the social media is what's real, but we just compare ourselves to this pretty picture of what people are presenting. And then how do people- We're comparing our worst to somebody's best. Exactly, yeah. Which is apples to oranges, right? Like you can't really- you can't really do that. If you, if you compared your worst days, which not that you should compare anyways, but like that would be a way better, a way better balance. That would be more fair comparison, yes. but it's the thing we never want to compare at all because we're all so different. 
And this is what the heart of this is, is being your true self, because how do you feel when you do compare maybe how you parent or your house or how you dress to someone else on Instagram? Yeah, you start to, I don't know, I feel like that's what that's when we start to spiral, we start to go straight to this. We start attacking our identity of, oh, I'm not good enough. I'll never be good enough. I'm not a good enough mom. I'm not a good enough wife. I'm not a good enough human, right? Depending on what we're comparing, we we immediately start attacking our identity. Mm-hmm, exactly. And it's it's so important in life to really be yourself because if we're saying we're not enough compared to so-and-so, well, you're not so-and-so. So you're not going to be the same as her. Yeah, and your your trajectories aren't even the same. Right. And where you've come from either. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. And so this is so common I've seen in women with business where they they want to use Instagram for their business. And then the first thing they do is go follow a bunch of businesses in the same niche or industry and then immediately compare to people that have been doing it for a long time or have all this experience and then shut down and say, Oh my gosh, I'm not good enough for this. I don't have that. I'm not gonna be them. And when they say that to me, I say, yeah, you're not going to be them because you're not them. Why is that a problem? And so when we're looking at that for you with comparison, why do you think you have seen with what you felt for yourself and with your coaching that why people get so attached to this of I'm not this other person, so I'm not good enough. Like, why is that even something our brain likes to go to? Well, that's such a good question. I think part of it is it helps us to have something to work to. Cause I don't know, like we, I feel like so often we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants a little bit. And so at least like, okay, that's something I can do. And so that's what I'm going to try. But then if it doesn't align with you, like business strategy, for example, right. Of like, I don't know, I knew it this, right. So I, I don't know what I'm doing, but this person is successful in doing this. So I guess that's what I should be doing. Right. right. We use that should so often but we use that as like our starting point but then we think that that's just how it has to be is oh she's successful and it's because of this yes and then seeing that lack in ourselves and saying she's successful because of this i'm not that and therefore i'm not enough i'm never going to be successful our brain likes to jump to these conclusions or assumptions so quickly that we don't even realize we're doing it and it makes it so hard to move forward, to be authentic and to build your own business, to build your own life and be yourself and really enjoy doing it. Yeah. We, I, I feel like I see that everywhere of whether it's, you know, business strategy or the way this mom moms, right. Of maybe it's the, they, they go all out on the birthday parties or, and you have to be you have to do that to be a good mom or to have happy kids or to have the successful business or, you know, whatever it is we go, okay, that's how it has to be. And so we make these rules. Mm -hmm. And I, I love how you're pointing this out because as I've studied this, I've really come to understand that it's, it's all from the ego. The ego is trying to define who you are mostly through comparison. And so when you are in the act of comparison, recognizing this is my ego trying to define myself based on being worse or better than others. And that, when we look at, is that who we want to think of ourselves as just in relation to who we are to others? Or do we just want to be authentic and be who we are 
regardless of what other people are doing, regardless if it's better or worse, which is so subjective anyway, but finding that freedom from I'm only okay if I'm better and if I'm any less then I'm not enough. And it's just such a cycle that just destroys your self-worth and confidence in who you really are. Yeah. I think we're just trying to find a way to see, we put it, we always put it outside ourselves because that's the easiest one to, to really see and measure. But I think that's really what we're trying to do is like, am I getting better? Am I progressing? But all of our markers are outside. Right. And that brings up something I love to point out to people is that the only person you should ever compare yourself is your past self to see the growth that you've had and not in a like putting yourself down in the past, but just saying like, yeah, I've grown a lot since a year ago, two years ago, a month ago, because I have, I do feel better about myself. I am doing this habit more. I am being more productive. I have made more money. Any of these kind of comparisons to yourself are just showing your growth. But when you're comparing to other people, it's not true marker of your growth because it's just, like you said, apples to oranges. So it doesn't work to show how much you have grown. Yeah. It's not comparing your start to where you are now. And again, like we're all on our own, we're all on our own paths. And so it makes no sense to compare to other people. Like when you really take the time to think about it, it makes no sense to compare to somebody else because they've never been where you've been. They've never been where you are and tracking your own progress against where you've been and right. the things that you've overcome in the path that you're on. I think you'll see a lot more progress that way. Right. Exactly. And just lurking at your own growth and, and giving yourself credit for it because it's interesting. I've seen the people that compare themselves to others rarely look at their own growth. They're only looking at the outside for that validation, but instead of finding it from the inside, how can you find the inside validation is by looking at your own growth and seeing who you are because you are enough every moment. Even when you were a year ago, you were still enough and you're enough today, but just giving yourself credit for the growth you've made because it's in our instinct as humans to desire growth, to be our highest self. And that desire is in everyone. And so honoring that and giving yourself credit for it helps you to compare yourself to others less. That's what I have found at least. Have you found any other ways to help step out of comparing to others? Um, okay. One thing that I really love to do is take a look at why I'm comparing or what, what I'm even trying to, to get out of comparing, I guess. So (laughs) for example, more, more on a motherhood type (laughs) of example, if I look at other moms and I go, Oh, this mom is such a good mom because she, you know, throws the, the, the big parties or that I should be more like this mom because her house is perfectly clean and Pinterest worthy, beautiful, or, you know, we, we, we compare all these different things, but what is it that, that you're actually looking for? Right. Are you, are you, we can look more at almost the characteristics or like the attributes of what they're trying to do. So the mom that throws the big parties, am I, really wanting to throw the big parties personally I don't want to Mm -hmm. much work for me like it it's not fun for me but the things that I admire about that are the creativity or 
the celebration, right? Making my child a big deal, but it doesn't have to be through a birthday party, right? So finding ways that we can pull these attributes. So like the, the Pinterest house is, I like simplicity and cleanliness. Like that's really important to me and having a place that feels comfortable and a reprieve from the world. Like that's the part that I I'm looking at it. And like, that's really what I'm pulling from that. It's not that my house has to look exactly like her house. Right. So then, okay, these are the things that are important to me. These are kind of the attributes I can pull out of that. All right. How do I do that in a way that's authentic to me? Because I don't have, I I don't want to spend all this time on my house but I want to have it to walk in and feel like I have this special place that's away from the world that I can just relax. And that's a safe place for my family, but I can do it in a way that I have the time for that. I have the budget for that's fun for me. And it doesn't have to look like that, but I can still get that same feeling, the same, the same values can still be there without looking exactly like somebody else. I love that so much. And it, what I'm really hearing there is like using the comparison as a clue of something that you're wanting, but it's you're, if you focus on the comparison, you're just going to put yourself down. But if you look at what you're really wanting out of the comparison, you can, you can grow out of it, which is what you're really wanting anyway. And so that helps use the comparison as a clue to, really step into what you're really wanting in life and be you like you said if you don't want to throw parties don't throw parties but find why you admire that in someone and make it yours yeah and I feel like with that too it takes out some of the competition especially like if we're going back to business we don't have to be competing against these other women but then they can become mentors or just friends to bounce ideas off of or with, with more a mom example going, okay, I'm not great at birthday parties, but this friend is like, I'm going to call her up when it's my kid's birthday. And because she wants to do that, she likes to do that. But for me, I will do the food, right? I'll help her with the food, right? And then it, it becomes more of this, more of this village and less of a competition. And we can all be growing and helping each other and moving ahead together instead of this cutthroat competition of only one person can get to the top. I love that so much. And especially in the context of business, because it's so easy to think that everyone's competition and that there's only enough business money clients for me. And so if someone else gets it, I'm less than and using that as a comparison or a competition just sets you up to be miserable. And I love what you said of supporting each other, finding each other's strengths and mentors and that makes us all a team. And I am so passionate about that for women in business, running their own businesses because there is so much power in women supporting each other. And I I like preach this all the time, but my favorite way to f- receive more is to give more. And I love to support other women's businesses and help them. Like they have a strength, I'm not, that's not my business, that's their business. So we're not competition, I love her, I'm gonna support her and she's gonna support me in some way without even being a client maybe, but it's just, it just makes it such a better community instead of a competition or comparison. We're all working together. We're all on the same team instead of a competition. And then there is no need for comparison because we're all doing different things just like on a team. Yeah, 
And we all have our own strengths, like taking the time to see, okay, what am I really good at? Whether that is in motherhood or in business, right? What what do I thrive on? What What is fun for me? And really leaning into that. And, you know, as a mom, letting that be, okay, like I said, like I love to cook. And so the food is always like, <laughs> that's always the stuff that's important to me. And so I'll do the fun food for the holidays. For me, that's fun, but I don't do a lot of other things and letting that just be okay. With business, maybe you're really good at, I don't know, like helping people see their own strengths, right? Like maybe that's your superpower and that's going to be what's going to push you ahead. And so then you can go, okay, this isn't a great fit for my business, but I know that you know, you would be a great client for so-and-so because they have this superpower Mm -hmm. and just like letting that be okay. And going, there's, there's room for everybody. And I don't know, like sending clients, people, other, like another business to another business. That's what I'm trying to say. Sending clients to another business. And then they do the same going like, okay, you're not a great fit for me. And that's okay. But I know so-and-so is so good at this and you will love working with her. And like you said, like women, women in business supporting and helping each other grow is so incredibly powerful. And we can do that while staying in our own strengths and in the things that we actually enjoy doing. Yes, exactly. I love how you said that. And it's, it's so powerful to relate the comparison to competition because we might not see that they are the same thing, but they really are. And recognizing that when we are feeling competition with other women in business, it's it's rooting in comparison and seeing who's better, who's going to win and letting go of that. And just knowing we're all good. We all have strengths. I don't need to be like her. I need to be me empowers you to do what's best for you and for her. And it just, it creates the harmony and thriving state that we all want. Yeah. And, and do you really want to be like them? Like when it comes down to it, I don't want a massive business because I don't want to put the time into that. Right. And deciding what you want. Right. When we compare, we're just trying to either feel better about that insecurity or somehow prove that that insecurity is true. And that's going back to kind of the ego idea. And that's what's behind the competition as well is just i need to be the best i have to win and finding who you are lets you find strength in your insecurities because insecurities are just based on what we're thinking about ourselves and what we believe about ourselves which is optional and which we can learn to shift and create those new feelings of confidence and self-love which makes comparison so much natural to let go of. You don't need to compare when you feel confident. It's not about who's better. It's about getting to know people and loving everyone because you already know yourself and love yourself. How have you seen that in your own life and business with your clients and yourself? I love what you said about how we can have these insecurities and still feel this confidence. And I think when there's confidence behind that we can turn those insecurities into growth and I think that's that that's kind of the point of being able to to compare more to yourself but not that we're ignoring other people and that's where we can we can create this community as moms this community as women in business 
of being able to go, yeah, I'm not so good at this. And I would love to be better. This isn't me trying to put myself down or think that I have to be like somebody else. But again, like, what do you value? Do I value being able to figuring out what you value? And okay, there, I do have this have this weakness that I would love to work on and going, okay, so-and-so is great at this. And I can, we can work together and have this, have this weakness be a little bit stronger for me. And, you know, I, I see that with my clients of going, okay, I, I'm the mom that has the really messy house and I really wish I didn't. And but not having it be like, okay, but I'm going to go straight to like this, again, this Pinterest worthy, everything is perfectly in its spot and immaculate all the time. Because frankly, if you have kids, it's not going to be immaculate all the time. That's reality, <laughs> right? As much as I wish that were not the case, I have two toddlers and my house is never always clean. Maybe after they go to bed until they wake up, right? Overnight when I'm not even awake. <laughs> but but being able to go, okay, I would love some help with some systems and I can go and I can get help from different people with that, right? I have some friends that are absolutely phenomenal at, you know, their laundry is done on this day and they clean the bathrooms on this day. And that is just not where I'm at in my life right now. And that's okay. So start starting there of like, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I love, I love the word and that I can, I can add that to, to my emotions of, I can be frustrated in the moment, but I can also like be content with my life or, you know, I can have a messy house and let that be okay. Right. Right. So taking the time to just go, okay, I have people that can help me with this, or I'm just going to let this go for right now, because this is a season, right? Maybe it's a season in your business of, other things going on in your life. And so it's not going to be this, I don't know, maybe it's not a season of growth in your business. Maybe it's a season of just digging in and creating your foundation. Yes. I love what you're talking about there. And we've talked about this for you. You're pregnant about to have another baby and you still have a business and you're deciding how to shape your business for this different season in your life and not take new clients, not make offers right when you're having a baby, which makes sense and still running a business and deciding how it's going to look for you and not comparing to anybody because it's your business, your motherhood, you're making it fit your life. Yeah. And right now it looks so different. And that's one thing you've helped me with a ton is just being able to see that this is a season and it doesn't mean that my business is dead, even though I'm not really doing a lot because I'm having a baby in the next few weeks and then I'm going to have a newborn and you know, that comes with its own challenges and letting that be okay. That this season is just, I don't know, hibernating maybe. (laughs) And taking the time to go, okay, and that's okay. It doesn't have to look like Abed's business because Abed isn't having a baby right now. Exactly. So of course it's not going to look like hers right. because my circumstances are completely different than hers. And so my business is never going to look like hers because it's not her business. It's not her, will never be in the same season of life exactly 
and we don't, we probably don't want the exact same things out of our business. And so it's never going to yeah, look the same. Exactly. And, and even comparing at different seasons, cause I did have Lizzie a year and a half ago almost and how I structured it when I had her might be different than how you do it. So we might think, oh, I'm comparing the same thing even, but we're never comparing the same thing because we're different people running different businesses our own way and letting go of that comparison helps you to step into your zone of genius being who you are and to make it work even when you're not running it the same way you were when you're not about to have a baby but you're still running a business it's still thriving and knowing that helps you to keep showing up as you not as someone else and trying to make it work and not feeling authentic and then it you burn out because you're not in your element of who you are yeah and it again, like being true to those values of like, what's actually important to me right now, because maybe, maybe you're about to have a baby too, and you're trying to run your business, but this is your source of income. Obviously that's going to be different priorities, right. And letting that be okay. Or maybe you need that more of that distraction or not distraction. That's not a good word for it, but you need that outlet of that creative and just that business outlet. And so you're going to put more time into it and that's okay. And, you know, maybe I'll be two weeks postpartum and be like, all right, I'm ready. Right. And dive right back in. Or maybe it's going to take me four months or a year or whatever. And that's okay because my pri- priorities are going to shift. But knowing what I actually value, what I actually want as my priorities is so important because then I can make a decision that's actually based on on my circumstances and what I actually want and I'm going to show up so much more authentically as a mom as a business owner as whatever it is that you're trying to make this decision on whatever it is that you're comparing I'm going to show up way more authentic and I think get better results because I'm I'm showing up that way but it starts with knowing what you actually want and that and that that's okay that it's okay that it's different than other people. I think so often we compare that to of just what I should want based on, based on what other people do or what other people want. And it's okay if that's different. Yes, that's so good. And we've used the word should several times and everyone knows the phrase, stop shooting yourself because shooting yourself never helps you be who you are. And it's okay to be different. Like you said, not everyone is the same we don't want to all be the same. And we know no, we that and we know that, but we forget it when we're looking at the comparison and saying I'm different. And when someone says that to me, I say, why is that a problem? And it's good to just kind of jolt your brain that way and realize like, oh, wait, of course I'm different. Everybody's different. Nobody's exactly the same. So if I am different, especially in this one area, that's okay. I'm being who I am and I'll be uh, able to you, thrive. Yes. Yeah. We totally need different. Like how many coaches for moms are there? How many coaches for business owners are there? But you know, when you like hear something and you've heard it a million times, but somebody says it and you're like this huge light bulb moment, but really deep down, you're like, I I already knew that. Yeah. There's so many coaches out there for the same thing, but you'll probably only connect with a few people because they'll they'll say things the way you need to hear it or they'll they'll understand you in a different way like we're 
we're only going to, we're not going to connect with everybody and that's okay. Right. Yes. And so there has to be, you know, coaches for all the same thing or, you know, businesses that are all the same thing. Like how many hairdressers are there out there? Right. Million. Because I love what you're saying. They're the same, but they're different because everyone does it their way and says it their way. Yes. And if it was all the same, there's going to be so many people that would miss out because it's not the way they need or the style that they like, or, you know, everyone coaches a little bit different. And so it's going to, you're, you're going to hit different people simply because of, of who you are. Exactly. Yeah. And so when you're in comparison, you, you won't be able to tap into who you are to help people. No. And then you'll miss out and people will miss out on you. Mm -hmm. So this has been so good, Missy, as we've talked about all the ways comparison comes up, why it comes up, how to work with it. As we wrap up today, is there anything else you would say on how to really be aware when you're in comparison? Because I feel like sometimes people don't even realize it. I mean, it's obvious, but it's not. And how to really work to stay out of it consistently. I think just some of the things we've said of like being very clear on your values. And when you do find yourself there, I think when we start to spiral into not good enough, like I think, I think you said this before that there's always a level of comparison there. If we're starting to, to think that we're not good enough, there's, we, we have, we're trying to get outside validation. And so there's always going to be comparison there. And so when we, if we can catch ourselves there and go, okay, what is it that I'm actually comparing myself to? Do I even want that? Is there something that I'm trying to learn here or a value I'm trying to embody that I wish I was better at that I would love to coming from a place of love of, I, I want this attribute in myself. I would, or in my business, right. I would love my business to be more organized or, you know, whatever it is, but coming out of, at it from a place of love of this is where I want to grow Mm -hmm. and taking, taking the time to see it that way, instead of again, like with these shoulds, if there should in there, you probably have, have comparison. So watching out for kind of some of those trigger words and then being aware of what your values are and where you would like to grow from a place of love, not from a place of, of shoulding. Yeah. And I love what you said there, because this is something I love to help people see that if you're in a place of comparison or judgment, because you are judging yourself when you're in comparison, if you keep judging, if you judge yourself for judging, you're like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't compare. You're still judging. And so what you said, yeah, so it's just, you're stuck in a cycle of judgment. And so the only way to break out of a cycle of judgment is love. And so when you say, Oh, I'm shitting on myself, but I love myself. I understand why I'm doing it. It's okay because I do want to be more organized. It makes sense that I'm comparing here, but it's okay. I love myself. I understand. You break out of that judgment. You break out of the comparison and you can love and grow to being more organized because you're coming at it with love instead of judgment and comparison. Yeah, I love that that idea of or that thought of, of course, I'm feeling this way. And then you can, you can approach that as I'm so excited to see how I grow in this area. Yeah. Which just feels so much better coming at it. Like you said, with love than from, oh, this is where I should be. 
And then I feel like it takes longer. Like if we can come at it from like, I'm so excited to see how I'm going to grow in this area. And I'm coming from a place of love. I think we'll grow a lot faster. Yes. Because it's true. That's so much easier. it's, It's so much easier. You're coming at it from a way more creative and fun energy. And then I think you find more creative solutions and yeah, more, more creative solutions and, and, um, it's more fun to do it. And so like you, you put in the action and all the things you need to do to actually get where you want to go. You're way more likely to do it. If it sounds fun, if it sounds authentic. Exactly. And if you're doing that, it because that's, that's what either you or somebody else has said that you should do. I love that. And this is a great way to end with just saying, be you love yourself and you will thrive in creating the business you want, being the mom, being the person you are. And thank you so much for coming today, Missy, and talking with me. This was so great to have you. You have so much wisdom as a mom and as a coach and people would be awesome to follow you and learn from you. Where can people contact you if they want to learn more from you? Um, Instagram's the best way to find me. I'm at the Missy Allred. So just my name, nice and easy to find. So I'll be a little bit quiet on there for the next little bit with baby coming, but yeah, but definitely go follow her so you can see when the baby comes because she's going to be adorable. She's having a girl. And so you can be there when she starts taking clients again, she's going to have a wait list, I think. So you'll want to be on that to be just in her world and be able to get her coaching when she's ready. And in the meantime, learn from what she's sharing on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening today. And if this episode has helped you at all, all I ask is that you share it with somebody or leave a review. Doing these little things can change people's lives and it makes a big impact on how many people are able to hear what I am teaching and help us all thrive as women in business. All right, I will see you next week.